0: Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me co-founder and CTO of Moving Analytics, Xiao Zhao. Welcome to the show.
1: Uh, glad to be here.
0: Cool. And today's topic is how to grow as a healthcare startup. And uh, this would be an important topic in general because the pandemic has kind of caused a spike in healthcare and uh, everybody's been jumping into... healthcare space. So um, let me just ask you a a general question. What did you see happen in terms of healthcare startups and or the healthcare industry pre-pandemic and then post-pandemic? What was like the the take-home that you found?
1: I think uh, the biggest change between pre-pandemic and uh, uh, after pandemic is uh, there's more and more resources putting over to telehealth. Uh, and uh, in terms of uh, there's more startup in this field, there's more effort from a wrestler and payer side. They want to put more emphasis on telehealth. Uh, I mean the reason is obvious, right? So uh, pre pandemic, you know, uh, you know there's uh, so many uh, so so many different services being offered in house. Uh, you know, people you know uh, still more you know um, feel comfortable to go to the hospital different facilities, but with pandemic, you know, it just so much limited with resources. Even you go to the hospital, it just too packed with COVID patients and you won't find, you know, a good time slot or things like that. So that was a,
0: that was a big problem, right? People were afraid to go to the hospital because they thought they would catch the virus at the hospital. So So
1: from the patient side, they have demand to, you know, ask for, you know, telehealth offering, For different services and uh, from the provider side you know they also actually you know packed (laughs) they are like under super pressure in in their hospital setting facility that so many covid patients that they cannot handle so not alone like new patients for other disease so you know they are also you know thinking about how to reduce the workload by offering some kind of non-covid related services by doing telehealth. So it just, you know, I guess is becoming, it was a trend actually before pandemic, but with pandemic, it's definitely pushing it forward. So you, uh, so, so you, you,
0: you mentioned telehealth a lot, um, basically video chats or phone calls. Um, what, what kind of changes did you see happen in that space? Did it grow? I mean, obviously it grew a ton, but were there like growing pains associated with that or like what was like the biggest, advantage to doing telehealth?
1: I think uh, the advantage of doing telehealth is obvious, right? It, uh, you know, make everyone's life easier by, you know, saving commute time for the patient. For example, in our industry, which is cardiac rehabilitation, uh, like traditionally, patients have to go to the rehab center. Uh, three three times a week, you know, they, basically their work days they have to. That's a lot, that. yeah. And the the rehab center usually not like a lot. You, you basically the rehab center you can find probably like uh, thirty miles away. and <laughs> You have to drive a long way to go there, and three times a week. That's Jesus, you know, such <laughs> but, a hard problem. So and. But, uh, but. Yeah, and uh, but, but,
0: but on the other side, like let's say I have a, an issue with a, a part of my body or something that hurts and I can't physically show it to the doctor in person and I have to do it through a video camera and maybe he can't see it or touch it to diagnose it properly, is there something that can be done about that with telehealth? I mean, is there or is that more you have to come in for that kind of thing?
1: I think uh, with telehealth at least with the video chat, um, you know, uh, you can have have a preliminary exam, kind of over, you know, over uh, the video. And uh, if uh, the doctor feel actually the condition is serious, they will recommend you to come, come over to the hospital. But most of the cases, you know, when people you know feel they're not comfortable, it's a minor case, so uh, they don't necessarily have to go to the hospital. And in that case, it's definitely a great you know, use case for telehealth setting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think another big change, uh, be, like as I said, there's a telehealth before and there's a telehealth after pandemic. Another shift is uh, on the peer side, insurance company side. Uh, like at the beginning, they're a little bit skeptical on the effectiveness of uh, telehealth. Um, and uh, but, you know, uh, although there's a lot of evidence around even, you know, for us, it's home-based cardiac rehabilitation. Um, uh, uh, but with pandemic, I think uh, the ins- insurance company and in, in different pairs just start thinking more uh, and try to understand, you know, uh, the benefit. As, and they also do their own research and uh, really agree on the effectiveness on telehealth on different diseases, which is Interesting. really great. You know? And, and,
0: and where did your healthcare startup, like, how was it born? Was it born out of a need that you found in, in the, the market for, for healthcare or was it just, uh, you saw something that wasn't being done before or you were trying to enhance healthcare marketplace? Like what, 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 where was the catalyst, the catalyst moment where you realized you had a startup idea?
1: Uh, I think, uh, you know, at the beginning, actually, we are not planning to be a housecar startup. We were building out uh, activity tracking kind of uh, mobile app on the App Store. Activity tracking?
0: So so for like uh, like fitness? how long
1: you run, how long you, you know, uh, how many steps you (laughs) you walk today. Uh, Like if you sit too long, we will give you a nudge on the phone. Right, right, right. Hey, you sit too long, just stand up. Get up. You're being lazy. Exactly, exactly. That's what we do. (laughs) Uh, you know it, it, it's a good idea that also but at that time we are a little bit late to the market and then yeah. that time, there's uh, so many activity tracking so many. out there so many <laughs> and uh you know we found it probably not uh a little bit late and may not be a good solution in the long run for us and uh we just uh, did more research we went to different conferences and one of these house uh, car conference we uh, met a, you know a cardiology a cardiologist, and um like uh, basically she just bring up this idea, hey, you guys are doing activity tracking app, why don't you just pivot a little bit, just get into the healthcare domain like like if you can help the patients do more exercise uh, in, with the guidance and basically that help the patients become healthier and be able to recover better, things like that, there's a huge Benefit, and, and she said, "There's uh, tons of evidence already out there, but just like a uh, really few company are actually getting into that field and getting the implemented in uh, on a mobile and you know like telehealth setting, and uh, you know just that basically that idea just uh, ignited the, uh, our journey, basically like to uh, start start that uh, to start uh, to do more research on that field and uh, eventually get on this track."
0: Interesting,
1: um, And uh, we actually shocked when we do the, after we heard that idea and do some injury research. Uh, actually, we reached out to, uh, you know, uh, the Stanford Cardiac Rehabilitation Program. And one of the managers called Nancy, uh, she basically taught us, you know, what the way she did the research. Like, by the way, they did the research for 20 years. Uh, they basically wow. do the research That's of, a long of time. in home setting. The result, the result, amazing. It's similar result like benefit of doing rehabilitation in the facility um, versus at home. And uh, the, but the way they do it, basically, they mail letter, letter. <laughs> they, they mail the letters to the patients to the, their home, and the patients basically get the letter and fill their information and mail the letter back. And they also make phone calls, all the stuff. Oh wow, such, really, a slow, really such a slow, such a slow process.
0: Away. Yeah, it's a slow yeah. process. But and so let's let's like, let's let,
1: let, build a mobile app for this. And let's let's uh, let's, let,
0: let's unpack some of this because you you yeah. just given me a ton of information. I mean, the first thing you mentioned that goes all the way back to the beginning of what you said is that you pivoted. You yeah. you had you had a startup doing exercise and tracking your activity, but you decided to pivot to more rehabilitation and. Cardi- if a cardiologist told you, hey, you should be tracking more health-related stuff. Now, once you did that, then you went into research mode. And research mode is a whole nother level of startups where people don't usually do a lot of research. They're usually just jumping in head first, start the company, and just go. You didn't do that. You pivoted first. Then you researched. Then you realized, well, okay, now we have something here. But then you mentioned... Between the twenty-year, you know, trials and and all the different people you're talking to, now you're going into the healthcare space. Now that brings a whole new level of cybersecurity, HIPAA violation laws, and things like that. So, how did you get past the, the the cybersecurity and or the the HIPAA compliance that you have to adapt to integrate all that into your mobile app?
1: Yeah, that's actually a benefit of modern technology. If you ask me to do the same thing that we are doing. Ten years ago, I, it' gonna be super hard. and probably, you know, with uh, really few people, I don't think we can do it. Why yeah, is that? What's, what's what's the be, what's the difference?
0: So what's the difference between ten years yeah, ago? That's, uh, yeah, the me... part
1: of if you want to, you know, everyone like the listeners or the audience want to do a health strap. The benefit now actually is great that there is a lot of cloud infrastructure we can use um, that already is security certified. That we like if you build a App, if you build, for example, on top of Azure, AWS uh, or, or Google Cloud, they a lot of services they provide are already HIPAA compliant, hmm. and um, and uh, all the security cer- uh, settings cer- certificates. So thir- 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 it, it third third
0: pa- So it's like third party software, third party plugins. Exactly, and...
1: exactly. You can basically just collaborate with them, and uh, the workload of us to have to do to achieve. HIPAA compliance, security certificate is way lower if, than if we do it in-house by ourselves. Right. So that's, you know, the, another reason that we have the guts to get into healthcare. <laughs> Although, you know, that's something like pretty totally new for us.
0: You had some, um, you had yeah. some pretty heavy lifters doing a lot of exactly, the hard work for exactly. you. That's, that's, a good, that's a good point. So 10 years ago, you had to do all that
1: yourself? Um, uh, you know, I I think it's already almost 10 years, but, uh, like when we started, which is, uh, you know, uh, 2014, 15, that year, like we started getting to, uh, house that's like seven, eight years ago when we started, there's a emerging, that's the emerging time of cloud computing, actually at that time, there's a lot of heavy lifting as I said, you know, it's already there. So we just basically
0: just jumped on.
1: Job done. With, that's fan, that, that's you fantastic. Me to do that even earlier, another you know seven years earlier, like 14 years earlier, that's probably too hard because there's no cloud infrastructure out there. Yeah.
0: So like you know, healthcare is a really broad topic. It's a very big industry. It's worldwide. It's in every city, every country. What motivated you to do this particular idea? Like, what was your motivation behind it?
1: Um, I think for me, uh, I mean. Uh, I, uh for me is um I study engineering, you know, uh when I was in school and there's always the like the drive I have is like basically the drive I have is like um I want I want to leverage the, the things that I learned to help more people. Uh you know and uh by doing a house car startup I think it actually go beyond that goal basically just make me even more satisfied in the sense of not only the thing that i build up like you know the server the app you know a lot card managers you know and uh, and patients are using that and get more healthier and um you know it all like uh, like a lot of people are using it and second is basically it literally saving people's lives So, you know, there's... uh, That's some
0: good motivation right there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like,
1: uh, the the research done by AHA, American Heart Association. So, like it shows if patients uh, don't cardiac rehabilitation after discharge compared to the patients that don't do cardiac rehabilitation after discharge, actually, they can double their chance of living for, you know, five more years. Wow. That's five more birthday with your, with, with their granddaughter and grand, grandson. So, so, so
0: speaking of that statistic yeah. that you just gave me, um, doubled their chances. I'm assuming since your name is moving analytics that you are providing analytics and statistics for the rehabilitation. So tell me a little bit about how that was your central piece to your startup.
1: For sure. I think, uh, uh, you know, we call it moonetics. So basically, you know, we have, uh, we have a whole kind of a guidance program, uh, in our app to help the patients know what to do. And, uh, they just follow the guidance, including, you know, uh, tracking their blood pressure with, and doing exercise based on the guidance. And uh, also there's a smoking cessation, you know, kind of chapter. There's nutrition knowledge kind of guidance on on there. And also, you know, there's um, uh, pressure management kind of, you know, a lot of people get stressed when they get heart attack, (laughs) of course. Uh, And uh, we basically have the program to help to reduce the stress. And all those all together, uh, not only they follow the guidance, but also we provide an, an analytics and the tracking data for them to know where are they in the recovery phase and uh, help them to basically get more confidence that, hey, you are recovering and you're making progress and let's keep doing it and finish the program. You're going to have better chance to live longer for sure. Yeah.
0: What a That's, great, uh, what yeah. a great way to help the world, man. So this is, uh, fantastic. Uh, thanks for coming to the show, man. This is something that I think is really exciting. Uh, I mean, I've never heard of this type of startup where you're providing like live analytics, real time analytics to help you survive and like live longer. It's pretty cool. So uh, anybody out there is interested, check out movinganalytics.com. Um, thanks again, show. I appreciate you coming and as always we'll we'll see you guys in the next episode hope you enjoyed the episode if you learned something today please support this podcast by subscribing to it sharing it with your friends and leaving a five-star review you can learn more about me at JasonSherman.org where you'll find information about my book also called Strap on Your Boots available on Amazon as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare I'll see you at next week's episode